Purpose peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and chief connector at Black Girls of Purpose. I'm so glad you decided to join us for another week. Um, Today we are continuing our prayer series. In our first week, we talked about the perks of prayer. And we talked about how prayer gives us perspective, prayer gives us power, and prayer grants us peace. And today we're going to specifically be focusing on the reasons why we don't pray. Um, I think it's really important to shed some light on this because you guys, if you've listened for a while, you know that there have been seasons where I've gone through, seasons I've gone through where there was a lot of prayerlessness, right? I wasn't praying because I was feeling anxious about things or I was feeling hopeless about things or whatever the case may be. And so I'm going to break down um, four of the main reasons I feel like we don't pray uh, and why that can be problematic, especially if we're going to have victory over the enemy. And so uh, I'm going to (laughs) pray to get started and then we'll jump in. Uh, Father God, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for giving me the grace, Lord, to do this episode, Father God. I pray, God, that you will rule over uh, my mouth, Lord, that I won't say anything that doesn't come from you, Lord. And I just pray, God, that um, people will listen to this and they will be able to assess what reasons they have stopped praying, Lord, what reasons they've given into prayerlessness. I pray, Father God, that right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, something would rise up on the inside of them, Lord, that says uh, that they're not going to do, they're not going to continue to stop being in fellowship with you through prayer, Lord God, but instead, Lord God, that they're going to uh, push into your presence. And we thank you, Lord God, for giving them victory. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so why don't we pray? Again, this is a very important topic to me because I feel like it happens um, gradually. I don't feel like people just wake up one day and they're like, I'm not going to pray anymore. And of course, there are um extreme cases, right, where something can something dramatic or traumatic can happen that might lead someone to stop praying. But I believe more often than not, it happens gradually. And usually, prayerlessness can be traced back to these four things. So first, uh, I think that a lot of times prayerlessness can be attributed to fear or hopelessness. A uh, second, I can I think it can be tra- traced back to having a lack of faith and being overly confident. Third, I think a lot of times uh, prayerlessness is attributed or can be attributed to grief. And then lastly, I believe that prayerlessness can be attributed to improper priorities. So first, um, talking about prayer being a lack of prayer being tied to hopelessness. When I looked at this, I I thought about um, the prophet Elijah with a J. We talked about Elisha in our first week, but Elijah, who was an awesome man of God, he uh, killed 400 of the false prophets who were speaking against God, and his life kind of ends in kind of an anticlimactic way um, because he, after he killed those 400 prophets, uh, Jezebel, who was King Ahab's wife, put a hit out on, on him, basically, and sent him a threat and was like, hey, bet you by tomorrow you're going to be dead. Basically, that's the Brie on a Lightfoot Smith <laughs> version. And so he is terrified and he runs into, um, he just runs away. 
And at some point, God comes to him and he's like, what are you doing here, Elijah? And he's like, oh, you know, I've just been out here and I'm the only one who's living for God. And I'm the only prophet and all these different things. And so he, God keeps asking him, why are you out here? Why are you out here? Why are you out here? And he keeps saying the same thing. And what always breaks my heart in that story is that God doesn't force Elijah to have a different perspective, right? I told y'all in the first week that prayer gives us perspective, but he doesn't force Elijah to have a different perspective. Um, Elijah is content to be hopeless. He doesn't, he's like, wow, you literally just defeated all these men and you're afraid, but okay, that's fine. Um, what he ends up doing is releasing Elijah of his responsibility as the prophet of that time. And he actually passes his mantle off to Elisha, who we talked about in our first week. And so, you know, it's heartbreaking in that story to see that how, how that fear and that hopelessness really al allowed him to just have this huge divide between him and God, where before he was the one praying like, hey, Lord, don't let let it rain. And God was like, cool, won't, won't do it. And then he's like, Lord, bring the rain down. He's like, got you. Like they were that tight knit. But with the word of one person, all of that shifted. And so sometimes that can be a reason why we don't pray. Another reason why we don't pray is that we can get overly confident. And I put that with a lack of faith. And you might be like, wait, what? How does confidence and faith go together? But if you guys remember, and I'm not sure which series it was, we talked about having Godfidence versus confidence. And Godfidence is having confidence in God. Confidence is having confidence in yourself. And so if you are too confident in yourself, what's the need? You don't have any need for faith. You don't have to believe in God for anything because it's like, oh, I can do this by myself. Like, psh, I'm not tripping. And so uh, an example of this can be found in Joshua 7 and 1. And it said, but the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things for Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. And they took some of the devoted things and the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. So in this passage of scripture, the Israelites are about to take over or they are in the process of claiming all of the promised land. And before they go into this particular um, area, the land of Ai, God tells them, hey, don't touch any anything there. Like, don't touch any of the cattle. Don't touch any of the, the gold, silver, none of that. Just leave all that to the side. And... And since the people broke faith with God, they were like, you know what? Listen, thank you for your advice, but we're going to go out here. We're going to get this money. <laughs> Again, the Brianna Lightfoot Smith version. We're going to go out here. We're going to get this money. We're going to keep going and we're going to do our thing. And But thank you, though, like for your for your contribution. And that's a very dangerous place to be in as well. And I can be completely honest and say that I've been in that place where, you know, there's certain things that I'm just like, oh, this is definitely going to work out. So there's no really reason for me to pray about it because like I can already see how this is going to pan out. And in some instances, I'll even have the audacity to say, well, God told me to do this. So like, what do we need to continue to check in about? But I love how um, I don't remember who it was, maybe Mike Todd, maybe somebody else, but they were talking about the instructions that God gave the Israelites to walk around the walls of Jericho and how he said to walk once every day for six days and then on the seventh day to walk around seven times. And he said that Joshua could easily just taken that first part of the instruction, walk around the wall for six days um, once every day. 
and been like, okay, this is what the Lord says. And he wouldn't have been lying. But if he didn't get any further instruction, then the walls would have never come down. And so I think that a lot of times we can hear the first part of what God says. And again, I know I'm guilty of this and we just run with it and we don't ask him for further instructions. In scripture in James, y'all know I'm always talking about that scripture in James. One, it says, if any of us lacks wisdom, we can ask God and he will give it willingly and without reproach. So if we're operating from a place of being overly confident, God's like, I literally would tell you step by step what to do if you would just ask me. Why would I tell you in Proverbs 3 to lean on me and not your own understanding to acknowledge me in all your ways and I'll show you which path to take if I'm not going to do that. If I wanted you to just be out here doing your own thing every single day. And I have to check in regularly with God and be like, okay, I know this seemed like a good idea yesterday, but I'm still just making sure um, that happened to me just this morning. And, and I won't share the specifics of everything, but I had a certain plan. And then I, I when I woke up, I was like, God, I feel like you telling me to do something else. So we're just going to go with where you're going. So that's another reason why we don't pray is that we get um, overly confident. The third reason that we don't pray is grief. And um, when I looked at this, I was looking at the story of Mary and Martha. Um, And their story can be found in John 11. And this is after their brother Lazarus had died. So it says, now when Jesus came, he found that I'm reading 17 through 20. Now, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had, Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met with him. But Mary remained seated in the house. This passage of scripture always sticks out to me because Mary is the same one who, when Jesus came to her in Martha's house, she was just sitting at Jesus' feet like, wow, oh my gosh, I'm so in awe and enamored and want to hear everything Jesus has to say. But now Jesus is coming into town to see them and she doesn't even get up from her seat. She's like, okay, well, we called out for him last week or earlier this week, told him my brother was dying, and he did not even come. So I don't really have anything to say to him. And when I talk about grief, not only am I talking about the loss of a loved one, because that definitely can keep us from praying out to God, because we might feel like, God, how could you take them? Or, you know, I was praying for you to heal them, and you didn't, and all these different things. But it can also be grief from losing something you felt like you were supposed to get. You know, I've had so many job offers within this last year that just didn't manifest into anything. And I'm like, bruh, what is the purpose of this? Like, why do you even have these people reach out to me if it's just going to end in disappointment? And if I'm not careful that that grief can turn into bitterness which could lead me not to talk to God because I'm like, hey, what's the point of me even praying to you because you're going to do what you want to do anyway? And I've been in seasons like that before as well. But in this particular passage with Mary and Martha, she did lose her brother. And again, they called out to God beforehand, before he even died. They were like, hey, Jesus, Lazarus is sick. We need you to come and heal him. And scripture says that Jesus actually waited a couple more days before he even headed their way. So if you find that out, it's like, oh, wow that's crazy like I needed you and you took your time getting to me but the amazing part of that story is that God in the form of Jesus uses you know that his time that he didn't spend going out there to bring other people to Jesus Christ because he ends up raising Lazarus from the dead and 
what I love is that a little bit later in this chapter, John eleven thirty two, um, Mary does end up finally coming out and, and talking to Jesus. And she says, it says, now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have, would not have died. What I love about this passage of scripture is that Mary's very direct with her grievances with God, right? She's like, okay, I'm kind of upset with you. You let my brother die. Like, what's up? You know, I was, I was calling out to you again. Like I said before, I'm praying that you're going to heal them. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. You didn't do it, but God is not intimidated by the fact that she says this. Like Jesus isn't like, girl, you don't get to talk to me like that. And I don't know about y'all, for those of you, for those of us who grew up in a black household, a lot of times they were like, girl, you don't speak to me like that. I'm an adult. You're a child. Jesus doesn't do that in this passage of scripture. He doesn't tell Mary, you don't ask me about my decisions. I get to make the decisions. He just, he, scripture actually says that he wept. He felt, he felt compassion for her and he ends up raising Lazarus from the dead. Um, But why, why I wanted to bring that up is because it shows us that whenever you're grieving, you can bring that to God. You can ask God questions. Why, why did you let this happen? Why is this job not coming through? Why is my child sick? Because sometimes grief isn't even from death. Maybe it's seeing a loved one who's sick and you're just like, God, they're constantly ill. Why are you letting this happen to them? Uh, my grandmother passed a couple weeks ago, which is why we ended up doing that episode in Rewind series or not series, but we just did an episode in Rewind episode because she passed away Thursday, January 7th. Um, and so I didn't I have an opportunity to record a new episode for that following week. And I've had joy in my heart literally since I got the news because my grandmommy has been in pain for most of my life. And so the day before when she was in the hospital I was praying for healing but I told God I said God I'm not just praying for healing here on earth I'm praying for ultimate healing where she will never feel this pain again and the way that she's able to God's able to achieve that is bringing her on to heaven with him and so when I got the news that she had passed I was like God you did answer my prayer and I only got that revelation a few years ago when I was doing this study that was talking about how whenever we pray, God either will give us circumstantial deliverance, which is usually what we're praying for, that he will change our circumstance, personal deliverance, which is him changing our perspective on our circumstance, or ultimate deliverance, which is him bringing us home to him. And he like, hey, you don't even got to worry about that anymore because now you're up in heaven with me. And so I knew that God had healed her ultimately, and that gave me joy and peace. But I could have felt differently about that, right? If if I was sad or I felt like, okay, well, God, no, I'm not thinking about the fact that you healed her ultimately. I'm thinking about the fact that she's not here with me. You're supposed to heal her body here. Then that could have led to a season of grief. And instead, it's it's just brought me this deep gratitude, like, wow, God, I really feel like you were hearing me. And so it's important for you to know that you can come to God and express your grief and that he will give you um, that clarity and that peace. And it may not happen instantly, probably won't happen instantly, but it can happen gradually if you continue to come to him. But if you pray one time and you're like, oh, he ain't work, I'm moving on, uh, then that's what can lead to that prayerlessness. And then the very last thing that can lead to prayerlessness, the last reason that a lot of us don't pray or that I'll talk about, because there are a lot of reasons that we don't pray. um, But for this particular episode is improper priorities. 
And we can find um, scriptural backing for this in Matthew 6.33. Scripture says that we should seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. But a few verses prior to that, the scripture is talking about not worrying, not worrying about what we're going to eat or what we're going to drink or what we're going to wear because God knows that we need all those things. And again, putting myself on front street, I have not prayed to God because I have been so anxious and worried about finances that I'm like, okay, God, I got to get out here and get this money. <laughs> so, kind of like uh, the people, the Israelites, when they're going to the land of AI, I'm like, okay, Lord, good morning. Love you. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go to work because I got to be out here. I got to get this money. And it's really like, Okay, so who who provides for you? Do you provide for you or do I provide for you? Because when we have the proper priorities and we know and we believe Matthew 6:33, if we seek God first, he'll provide us with everything we need. And notice it says seek God first, not seek God only. And I'm not saying I'm not talking about having extra gods and all that other stuff, but I had to come to the realization in recent weeks that, you know, sometimes I have looked at God and been bitter because I'm like, Lord, I'm spending all this time with you. He's like, okay, yeah, girl, spend time with me, but then go and do the things I'm telling you during our quiet time. Like if I, if you spend time with me, we're having our time together. And then I go and tell you to write a book to encourage people. And you still just like, God, Lord, I just want to be in your presence. Okay. You can be in my presence, but then don't be mad at me if you don't have any way to provide financially for your family because I gave you the idea and you didn't act on it so that's not that's not my fault that's that's your decision so I think that um seeking him first is so important and asking like God order my steps direct my day and I do that every day um as much as I can unless you know if I forget you know I'm like okay Lord charge to my head and not my heart but even when I sit down to work for the day I'm like God be with me I know I have this list of what I think should be a priority, but if if not, like if this isn't a priority, let me know. And I feel like he's really helped me with that, especially since I've had children, because sometimes I'll have my laptop open and I'm working and I'm working and one of them may come and close it. And so sometimes I'll just take that as a little God wink, like, okay, girl, that's enough for now. Now spend time with your children. You know, the ones that I gave you. Yeah, spend time with them. Because we have to be whole people with as 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 Christians. We can't just focus on one area. We can't just focus solely on our faith and we're not putting any works in. We can't just focus solely on our family, but we're not um spending any time with our friends. We're not pouring into any relationships with our friends. And I think it can be very easy to focus on the areas that are the most quote unquote prosperous, where we feel like we're having the most success and say, Okay, God, well, Uh, this is the area that I like. This is the area that feels good for me. So this is where my focus is going to be. We really have to make sure we're, we're doing our part to live lives that are whole and complete. So that are, those are our reasons that we don't pray uh, primarily. And I hope that you're able to identify, um, one or maybe two or maybe all of them are reasons why you you may not be praying in this particular season. Um, I found I pray that if you did recognize those things that, you know, you'll ask God to help you to get over whatever that blockage may be. And that if it's a if it's a sense of self-righteousness or pride that you'll repent and say, God, you know, I'm sorry, I definitely have been out here just doing me for me, but I don't want to keep making moves without you with me. So that's my prayer for you this week. 
Um, we have, I think, one more episode of this series. And y'all, I saved this for the end, but this is going to be our final series for the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I have a whole episode coming out um, that's going to give more explanation as to why. Uh, but yeah, this is this is this is it. Um, it's been a long journey. As I'm recording this, we make our five year. We just made our five year anniversary of Black Girls of Purpose because five years ago I wrote my book, The Black Girls Guides Living on Purpose, and that kicked off this whole thing. And so. I know God's intentional with his timing and um, he's shown me a few of the things he has next for me. Um, But yeah, this is this is this is marking the end of BGWP. And so I have one more episode. I might even drop it today. y'all. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, I have one more episode for this series and then my final closing out episode. Um, But I love you guys so much. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you will share it with someone in your community. And then again, that you'll spend time in prayer and say, God, do any of these reasons apply to me? Because as I said at the very beginning, a lot of times this this stuff happens gradually and we don't even notice that we're not praying. Um, And so, uh, yeah, that's it for me. I love you guys. Make sure you're just connected with us on social media at Black Girls of Purpose. Um, I'll be sharing this next week as well in our final episode. But you also can connect with my personal page at Be Light Fitsmith because the Black Girls of Purpose page won't be having like regular content. Um, So you can connect with me on my personal page at Be Light Fitsmith. And yes, I think that is it. So thanks to everybody who sent me their prayer requests the other week. Um, definitely lifting those up for you. And if you guys have a prayer request this week, feel free to shoot me a DM or leave me an audio message here on the Anchor app. And that's it. So love you guys and God willing, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, Purpose Peeps, that's it for this week. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do one of three things for me. First, post a screenshot and key takeaway on your Instagram story and tag us at Black Girls of Purpose so we can repost you. Second, if you think someone would enjoy this episode, please share it with them. And then third, please leave a review so we can continue to reach a lot of people with this podcast. It is such a pleasure to come to you guys each and every week, and I'm so looking forward to continuing to grow our community. I'll talk to you next week.